Hey, Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, we are talking about twin flames and why it is so hard to let go of your twin flame. We're going to talk about some spiritual reasons in regards to that. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. I don't know. Tw- yeah. I, I'm st- twin flames, I'm still on the fence yeah. with this one. I know you've told me in the past and if you've listened to the podcast for a long time, you know that me and you, we're, we're not twin flames. We're not. You, you've told me this. Yeah. There's no way we're twin flames. <laughs> you don't want, yeah, I wouldn't want to be with you. I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's a journey when you have a twin flame. It's a tumultuous journey. And we're going to talk about some of the Mystic Michaela spiritual family yes. members' own stories, which le- legitimately could be movies. The, the, <laughs> like the stories I was reading, I was like, wow. Like I was ready for the book, the movie, the Hulu series. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been on a search for my, tw- since you're not my twin flame, yeah. I have been on a search for my twin flame. I felt for a while I did have one. <laughs> if you're an OG of the podcast, you know, this person, it's a man. He, li- <laughs> he lives in <laughs> Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Right. His name is Jebediah. Right. I felt for a long time we're twin flames. He's told me we're twin flames. We've written letters to each other. Yeah. We've built a barn together once. The and deep, deep jokes. Deep these jokes. These are very deep jokes. Deep yes, podcast but, jokes. But truly, you know, I maybe if you tell me some more information about twin flames, I, I, I'm on a search to find my twin flame. Okay. And so, that's, I hope this episode will help me. Okay. I hope so too. Yes. Um, it's a great objective to help you. Yes. I am going to talk you know, further on the podcast some of the more run-of-the-mill twin flame symptoms, but I wanted to bring to you some of the more weird ones, some of the the signs and symptoms of having a twin flame relationship that don't get talked about a lot. Okay. Okay. So the first one are physical sensations. So this would be one of the most common, odd experiences people report of having when they're around their twin flame. So kind of like an electricity going through their body, a buzzing, especially in their heart chakra. People report feeling nauseous, dizzy, heart palpitations, like straight up not seeing straight, like feeling like you're floating, like your head's not attached to your body when you're around them, feeling like you're walking in between worlds when you're with them. So physically, you don't feel so attached to your body. Okay. Um, so kind of like a, like a floating kind of a sensation. And uh, people report that mutually when they're around each other. And also if they're thinking about each other or when, when there's a telepathic connection or a dream connection made. Okay, that, well, that is very interesting, mm-hmm. and sometimes I do feel that electrical feeling. Oh. Not, you know, not with you, obviously, because you're not my twin flame. Right. But it's weird <laughs> because then when I feel this like heart chakra thing that you were just talking about, I get like this yellow. I get a very yellow sensation. With interesting. It. Yeah, it's very, very yellow. I start to become like organized. I feel real, real organized. Okay. I feel like writing a cookbook, you know, I, okay. I do some insider trading, um, <laughs> you know, I, I really feel this way. And, and I looked up, you know, like, who could this what be? What are these symptoms? Yeah, yeah. What are these symptoms I'm feeling? You right. know, insider trading, going to jail for that. And it, Martha Stewart. Whoa. She has been struck by lightning three times. She That's claims. the real thing? Yeah, she actually has She's been. been. Yeah, she's been. And who gets struck by lightning three, three times? times? Yeah, she, she said the first time i'll, I'll read it to you the oh first, all right. yeah the first, i just happened to have it <laughs> um the first time she said she was leaning against an iron sink in her home when a lightning bolt hit a pipe in her garden and sent electricity into her home knocking her to the floor oh the lord's just trying <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's just she's even too yellow for the lord the lord's just trying to be like eh, no bye 
<laughs> is that her second encounter also happened at home. Okay, you might want to get something checked in your house. <laughs> Who said a lightning bolt came through a skylight and zapped her? Stop it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it was the third time. Now I want to know. Because um, two times were through, like, really interesting um, house features, like an iron sink yeah. and a skylight. I, and I guess she said this on the Ellen Show. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's big knowledge. All right, well, I'm, yeah. I'm curious we'll about the third one. one. Yeah. Was it, like, her her sunken bathtub or something like what was it <laughs> now i'm curious okay but yeah all right so that would be possible twin flame for me okay. martha stewart is a possible twin flame okay great okay. okay so um okay another weird thing that can be a sign of a twin flame relationship is synchronicity now synchronicity isn't weird in itself but just the intense level of synchronicity you can have with your twin flame so it can be like words images visions maybe there's this every time you're together the same song plays okay or you know you tend to always text each other at the same exact time no matter what or every time you think about them it happens to be 11 11 on the clock you know little things like that or bigger things like you um run into each other at the same time and you weren't planning it and this happens over and over and over again so so we're or you know they like strawberry ice cream and you hear everybody today talking about strawberry ice cream like okay. non-stop like everybody in your life is talking about strawberry ice cream you're like oh my gosh like just weird stuff like that okay all right so this is okay this is actually interesting okay the other day you had like this big thing you had to go to it was very important you got all dressed up you look really nice you know I even you know, okay. I was telling you how nice you looked and you know i was kind of tired so i you know i put on some like really dirty gray shorts oh and i put on like a real dirty gray sweatshirt <laughs> okay i get it okay. and i put the hood up <laughs> and i put like these like crusty old socks on and i pulled them up to my knees okay and then i put i cried some old crocs i threw they were yellow okay. like, really disgusting yellow mustard yeah. yellow and, and did you put a hat over your hood? And then I put this hat, right, a pink hat right. over my hoodie. Yeah. And, you know, and you were going to something real nice and fancy and they were going to like probably honor you or something. Right. And, you know, all right, I didn't think of anything of it. But then later in the day, I went on Instagram <laughs> and there was Justin Bieber dressed like that. Wow. Are what? we, could I be a twin flame? I, uh, and the other thing, we, yeah. I eat my peaches from Georgia too. Okay, so, so could we possibly so be Scott just smirched a random Justin. I have been hearing you have been waiting to bring up that Justin Bieber picture where he's walking behind his wife. Yeah, and it's true she was going to look all night. She was doing something for herself. See? You're right. Which Did you even plans? look into the context? Did not. Yeah, it Did was not. something for her. It just and he doesn't even get. But I think he's 11 years old because that's yeah. when he got famous. I think he's stuck at 11. So I, okay. I gotta give him a little slack. But like that has been bothering you for weeks. <laughs> It has been. So I don't quite know what that has to do with synchronicity. Well, I'm saying because I got up in the morning and dressed like that. <laughs> oh, and then so he got up in the morning so and dressed like that. So he's your twin flame. He's my twin flame. Got yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so far he's – it's either him or Jebediah. I think Mar- Martha <laughs> – Martha, you're out. You're I'm out, sorry. Martha. I'm sorry. Too much illegal trading. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you're just using this as your like red rants on celebrity. Yeah, I think so. Got it. Okay. So another weird one is having shared dreams or shared visions. Now this one's really intense. It's not just dreaming about them. It's like you have a dream about them and then they had the same dream at the same time about you too. So it's like you share a dream or 
there's been reports of twin flames saying they have shared visions and well, they're awake and conscious. So they, they feel like, Oh my gosh, I see us going to Paris in the future. I see us going to Paris in the future. And we both go to the Eiffel tower. Oh my gosh. Yes. I had the same vision of us doing this, like that kind of thing. But you see it or the same dream. And you're like, listen, I had a dream last night. And then you were like, Oh my gosh, were, were we in a cave? Like, yes, we were in a cave. That's crazy. Like, so you have the same, um, actual, experiences which suggest that you're not just spending time on this earth plane you're spending time on some sort of otherworldly planes too where your bodies aren't involved and it's your consciousness now could it be like something like you like you wish for a like let's say you have a dream that you wish for yeah and then it happens like is that it's different it would be different yeah it's not like you and i like hey you know one day scott I'll have a room full of foster cats, okay. you know, and I'm like really so, working on that. So and then it, it happens. It's it not like that. Could it be like, you know, you're at your high school band practice and everything's just, you know, it's a boring old day at your high school band practice. And then the singer Ed Sharon shows up <laughs> like with that, like, or, you know, it's your wedding day. And then all of a sudden Ed Sharon shows up Ed, and he's your officiatado. Ed Sharon's just always showing up. He's always showing up lately. And yeah, it always makes the Today Show. Yeah, it was weird because I also had <laughs> – it does. He's always showing up places. Like, I mean, everywhere you go, there he is. Yes. It was weird. I had this dream, but it happened. I was you – know, I got out of my bathroom. There he was waiting. Weird. Waiting to go. Singing it, to you? Yeah. He was serenading our, you? In our house. There he was, Ed Sharon. I forget what he the bathroom. Sings. Then he left. He just used it and left. <laughs> Didn't wash his hands. Did not wash his hands. I feel bad for that guitar pick. But Wait, uh, how does that relate back to shared visions? I don't know. But, <laughs> you just but, wanted but to complain the, about it's that? It's the dream that Ed Sharon is going to show up somewhere, which he does, but he does. He so maybe, does. So what I'm saying is maybe twin flame, his twin flames, he's got a lot of twin flames, and okay. that's why he's showing up at all these this places. Is, I love your stretches. Okay, right. last one. All right. And this is another really weird one, and I never even heard of this one, so I think this is kind of cool. Magnetic pull. Now, when you're in a relationship with somebody, especially in the beginning, it's very normal not to want to take your hands off of them and all that. But this is a twin flame difference, which is you literally feel a gravitational pull of your bodies towards one another. Like if you're if you're just in a room together, you just need – you feel two forces pushing you to be together. Okay. And you feel like your hands are gravitationally pulled to the other person's body and vice versa. So people report – feeling this need to touch and this actual force outside of them pushing them to touch each other okay i thought about this one. okay and i this might be a stretch again but i'm not sure okay now there is this there was a famous couple sophia turner and joe jonas oh yes yes i just learned about them yes and yes. you just know they exist today uh, like two days ago <laughs> Well, she was winter is coming. She's Sansa. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, who, who would know that? But oh, I didn't even I know did. that. I, I, she's Sansa. How Queen many of the North. Are there? Queen okay. of the North. Right. Okay, yes, there are four Jonases. Oh, it's fine. I, I, believe, I thought I, there was one. Wait, I, I, I think there's four. There's four. I, I think, think three yeah, are in the band, yeah. and one's like an extra. Right. And there's like a fifth one somewhere floating. There could but, be. Yeah, there's four or five Jonases. Yeah, at least five. Um, <laughs> well, that would be like the Jon Snow. The fifth one. But anyway. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's like nerd so, humor. Okay. Nerd. Yeah. So, you know, 
they <laughs> were really known for like making out everywhere. Like they, oh, they were. Yeah, they were in front of the Eiffel Tower. They were making out. I mean, they would go basically to all these sporting events and just make out. For real? Yeah. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. I, I looked it up. Yeah. Like US, they went to the U.S. Open just to make out. Oh, my God. They went to a Knicks game just to make out. Okay. Maybe you they know. like wa- people watching them make out, yeah. though. That's a whole other yeah. thing. Yeah, and they like, show like pictures of them with like, like Slurpees and their popcorn, like, like smooching, whatever. Oh, for real? Yeah. You can look it up. Yeah. All right. And they broke up. So they I did. feel that Sad. Joe Jonas. There's kids and stuff. It's kind of yeah, sad. yeah, yeah. Joe Jonas might be looking for his real twin flame. Oh, which could be me. Oh, yeah. I don't, again, I mean, you just wanted to complain about something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the, I mean, the strongest case is the Beebs. I, I think. I think the and, Beebs and you. You've been talking about him for years. Yeah. Like he has been bugging you for years. Yeah. Yet when we went to Georgia, it's all you listen to. You love and. The I, peaches song. Yeah, how many peaches? I, I remember how I was into those peaches so much. Yeah. yeah. But all right. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Fleetwood Mac. This episode of Know Your Aura is brought to you by Wild Grain. Hold on. Move over, Beaver. Yeah. Move no. over, Beaver. Okay. Can, a, can a company be your twin flame? I think so. Could Wild Grain possibly be my twin flame? If it could, this would be it. Last night, got done with work. Yeah. I had the pecan cranberry loaf, sourdough loaf. Yes. Oh, my God. It's been good. It was amazing. I mean, I baked it because you can bake it fresh from frozen. That's how all their stuff works. You bake everything from frozen in 25 minutes or less. No thawing required. I baked it. We had it for dinner like the night before. And then then I've been toasting it. Yeah. So good. Like toasting a little jam. A little jam. It was a little little jam. jam. You made it for me. Like, And this was late. Usually I don't eat this late. But late at night. Oh, my God. It was real good. It it, it It was was really good. You know... The baking process with wild grain is so easy. You literally take it out of the freezer and put it right in your oven. And in 25 minutes or less, it is complete. And you can now fully customize your wild grain box. So you can get any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries you like. If you want a box, all of bread, all pasta, or all pastries, you can have it. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash KYA to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box. And $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash KYA. That's wildgrain.com slash KYA. Or you can use promo code KYA at checkout. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So the amount of times you guys have sent me a certain clip, and it is Lindsay Buckingham and Stevie Nicks singing at each other with each other and like some sort of 1997 concert, yep. uh, Silver Springs. Right. And everybody said, and like, this is Twin Flames, right? Twin Flames, right? And I, I always knew their music, but I never watched it. I never paid so much attention to it. Obviously, it's a good song. and only, But I opened it. And if you watch this clip... Like, without knowing anything, like, watch this right now, no matter what. Like, not you feel something happening. And it's crazy. So we sent you to be like, hey, Scott, are these twin flames? Yeah. So you did send me this video. Yes. And most of the times when you send me a video, I just never open it. And That's I just say, oh, it was good, honey. And move on. But yeah. I'm like, all right, let me do this one. I want to see, is, it, is this real? Can I debunk this? Right. What's going on with this video? All right, so let, let's start from the beginning, and then okay. we'll work our way back to the video. So I did a little research on Fleetwood Mac. This yeah. is the band Fleetwood Mac. Okay, so we have Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham. These are our two main characters here. Okay. Um, they 19, Going back to the 1960s, they meet in high school. Uh, Cal, they live in California. I think it was Palto Alto, California. 
and they're in a small band together, just the two of them. Maybe they have someone else with them, and they're just playing small gigs and this and that. And then in the 1970s, uh, they move to L.A., uh, and they actually then become like a couple. Okay. So, so they're a couple. They're in L.A. Of course, now they're meeting up with like L.A. people and getting into the scene and all right. that. And somehow, I guess at some point, Lindsay meets up with a guy named Mick Fleetwood. Mm-hmm. And Mick Fleetwood had these other two people with him, uh, John McVie and Christine McVie. Okay. And those three at first were – I don't know if they were called Fleetwood Mac at the time, but that was Fleetwood Mac. And then okay. – um, Lindsay and Stevie come in, and Lindsay actually puts his foot down because they just wanted Lindsay to be in the band. Right. Fleetwood Mac did, um, or Mac uh, Mick did. Yeah. And he says, no, we're a package deal. We either come together wow. or we're not coming at all. See, I already have chills. Yeah. I already so have chills. Right like, off the bat. Like the spiritual journey of the Twin Flames, like yes. being together for a reason, for a purpose. That's really interesting. Yeah. So before we go further, let's get their colors. Okay. All right. So Stevie Nick's probably the most... I mean, is she the most famous person to come out of Fleetwood Mac? She's pretty, yeah, I mean, she's, she's pretty, pretty iconic. Known. I mean, I know who she is, so right. Then you got to be pretty big if I know who you are. What's her colors? Plus, it's like pre nineteen ninety eight music, so <laughs> right. the chances are better. Yeah, um, yeah. So she's got a really cool aura. She's purple, yellow, and turquoise, and but the the yellow is like real sparkly. So it's I, I bet her organization is more about her creativity, not mm-hmm. so much in real life or whatever. Uh, but she feels to me like she's direct, like honest, says what she means, is not going to care what people think about that, but really obviously inspired and passionate and and turquoise. So she can really become what she's saying and be in the moment. Right. I mean, please go watch that video. Like, just go watch <laughs> okay, it. Okay. okay all right. Sorry. <laughs> and we'll, we'll get to the video in a second. Okay. And then we have Lindsay Buckingham. Yeah. What colors would he be? He's green and purple. He's green and purple. Okay. He's really green. Yeah, he's Real green, green and purple, yeah. And then, I mean, do we, I mean, Mick Fleetwood's not really part of the story. I don't know if we need his colors. He's, but he's, he's a little odd. He's a little odd. He's okay. got, he's like purple, blue with green. He just, he's kind of all over the place. Okay. You know, confident uh, in himself. Okay, so right as they're, they're starting to get big in the 70s. Yeah. 1976 now, fast forward a year and change. They break up. Okay. Stevie Nicks and... Lindsay Buckingham break up. Right. It's actually a real tumultuous year for the whole entire band. The McVees broke up at the same time. The other two band members, John McVee and, and um, Christine McVee, uh, at that time also Fleetwood, Mick Fleetwood. He's getting in the process of getting a divorce from his oh wife. Oh, my God. So everybody's – It's falling apart. It's totally falling apart. Um, there, There's a lot of issues with the song Silver Springs. Mick Fleetwood doesn't want it on the album. They're coming up with like a new album. You know, Stevie does want it on the album. They're fighting over it. Eventually, it gets on like a B track of "Go Your Own." I say "Go Your Own Way." I, I forget okay. which is the opposite song, like Lindsay's song. Yes. for her, and that's her song for him. Yeah, he wrote "Go Your Own Way" for her, and she wrote "Silver Springs" yeah. for him when they broke up. So, nineteen seventy six, crazy. You know, and I, I got to get over this. I got to do some shadow work. Just reminds me, you know, getting way off track here with the Vanderpump Rules. Oh yeah, you know. That is mundane compared to this stuff. Yeah, this, that, this is boring. crazier. Yeah. And I will do the shadow work, so I will not red rant about why, you know, two coworkers having relations with other people is a big deal. Why right. everyone thinks it's a big deal. I got to get over that. But anyway, then Mick Fleetwood actually has an affair while he's married because okay. he gets remarried okay. with Stevie Nicks. So he gets remarried yep. and he has an affair with Stevie, Stevie Nicks, Nicks while he's married to his new wife. <laughs> yeah. 
And this is Mick Fleetwood. I, I think it's the old wife got they reconcile, uh, re- reconciled. Reconciled, yeah. Reconciled. Oh wait, so he broke up think, with the old wife, remarried her, and then cheated I on her with Stevie. Think so. That sounds it messy. Really, it was messy, okay. and it was only for a few months yeah. that they were together. That seems like what you do when you want to piss off Lindsay. Yeah, it, that I mean to me, like if yeah. I like from my Stevie perspective, I'd be like, oh, I want, yeah. I just want to be annoying, yeah, and bother him, yeah, and was, get <laughs> like that. So, I'm just gonna sleep with this guy. Yeah, I mean, Vanderpump Rules has nothing on this. No, nothing on no. this stuff. But so that's all going on, and you know, and then wow, yeah. So they so they break up, and then you know, she's known for going with some other band members of famous, you know, of famous bands like the Eagles, Don Henley of the oh, Eagles. Really? Oh, okay. I think Joe Walsh of the Eagles. Oh, so she was kind of dating other yeah, icons, musicians. Yeah, and musicians. Uh, she actually did get married one time. Okay, 1983. She marries a guy named Kim Anderson. It was, mm-hmm. It's a guy. I had to look it up. I wasn't yeah. sure. Was, um, last three months. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. It doesn't, doesn't yeah. go anywhere. Um, What's but, Lindsay doing? He's, he's like, on his own. They're, like, on, like there's not a lot. If you, if you try to find the research between, yeah. let's say, 1977 mm-hmm. and 1997, mm-hmm. the 20-year period, it's hard to find anything. He's more like, I don't know if they were together right. in private. Yeah. You know, that nobody knew about. They were probably twin flaming, you know, back and forth. Right, right. Connections, meet up, weird, right. awkward, okay. not so, talk, yeah, like that kind of exactly, thing. Exactly, exactly. And so then, you know, and the band breaks. The, big, the thing with Fleetwood Mac, there's always, they're always coming and going. Okay. Band members are always coming and going. So, okay. you know, Buckingham leaves, comes back, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But in 1997 is the 20 year reunion. Right. And that brings, for the first time in 20 years, mm-hmm. Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham okay. back on stage together. She's the lead singer. He's the lead guitarist. Okay. So they're right next to each other on stage. And that that's the video. there too, right? Oh, yeah. He's, he's playing the drums in the back. I watched this video many, many times. I was, <laughs> and he's in the background. This is the funniest part of the video. If you go watch this video. It's 1997 Silver Spring on YouTube. Yeah. There is Mick Fleetwood playing the drums, and his mouth is open the whole time. So he's just like banging the drums I know what you mean. with his mouth wide he's open. so into it. So into it. I love it. I'm like, close your mouth. Something's going to get in there. You he's know? a character. But, uh, so I was watching that for a while, but I got lost in that. Okay. Anyway. But yes, you watch this video, and I have to put my red down for a moment. Okay. So I put my red down, and yes, you do like they. She is singing that song to him. They're like locking eyes. But again, camera angles. I'm not sure. So I'm yeah. thinking camera. It's creeping into my mind. But yes, you feel something there. But I when she's read. Singing Silver Spring. Is this true? Did you read this? I read that right before that concert. Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Yes, I, I will get into that. Okay. But, uh, I, will, I will say that after. So, yes, you do feel something. Yeah. So then, of course, you know, I feel something. Believe it or not, as I'm watching this, trying to debunk it, that's when – you remember our alarm system that keeps going off? That's yeah. when it started going off yesterday. Oh. Uh, then in my mind, I'm like, no, it's just a coincidence. But anyway. But that's yes, weird. really feel it. That's when it started going off in yeah, the house? Uh, yeah, exactly when. I, maybe they're your twin flames. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> But then I, but so then I, then I went back and I tried to find as many videos I can of them singing that song together. So okay. I went in I, and I looked. Did they do the same thing in every song? Is mm-hmm. that just part of the act? And it didn't. Ma- none of them actually matched up exactly. Interesting. Yeah, and I tried to find because that was the official video that they mm-hmm. released. It was and they actually won awards for that. Oh, wow. So I wanted to make sure, like, they're not, they weren't. Maybe they were just doing that. Like to, that's their shtick. That's the shtick, right? right? And then I was trying to find. 
that video with other angles to see if you know if possibly it was just the angles like the camera people camera were, people were capturing, it? capturing it okay it was a little different i don't know what's I think your conclusion my conclusion is in, i'm inconclusive on that i couldn't prove it one way or the other <laughs> <laughs> but you think this one's but a little more emotional than the other one? It did seem a little bit, but in all of them, they were. She's a very, you know, watching Stevie Nicks perform mm. must have been incredible. Yeah, like live if you were up close. Yeah, she she's a performer. Yeah, and he as well. You can tell he was really. Yeah, they're he's intense. really they're intense. Yeah, so you good. definitely can feel. It. And then you got Mick back there. <laughs> he's a, with, he's with his great. mouth wide open like a goofball. It, right. Great. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool to uh, have seen. But yes, bef- right the the. The thing is, right before they went on, this is what they say. Uh, his girlfriend at the time, Buckingham's girlfriend at the time, Kristen Messner, mm-hmm. he tells Stevie that he's pregnant with her child. Yeah, that's what I. That, yeah, that's what I right read. before. Yeah, that's what they say. Right. I don't know. Again, I don't know. Hundred percent of it's true, but that's yeah. what they say. Um, but then from there, it kind of the the flames kind of. What do you? start to dwindle well, you know yeah maybe i think that that can happen because like he's yeah. having a kid yeah he's having a kid he yeah. gets he marries the girlfriend mm-hmm. uh Kristen. uh they actually have three kids together currently or they did file for divorce in 2021 oh wow so lindsey buckingham and Kristen oh, did file They're- for divorce but they're trying to work things out. Oh, okay. He's 73, I think, right now. 73, 74. Oh. Stevie Nicks is 75-ish. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's Can one last imagine? flame that's going to... One last <sighs> twin flame moment. Uh, but he just had, like, open heart surgery oh. uh, a year or so ago or oh, two. God. And he can't... Sing. I think it... Just, I don't know why, but something with his vocal cords went. Yeah. So he can't sing too much anymore, but... Uh, which is sad. Yeah. Um, got kind of depressing. Um, yeah, got a little depressing. But are they twin flames? I mean, if you I, believed it, in twin flames, would you think these are twin flames? I believed in twin flames, and I think these are twin flames. May, yeah, maybe. May, kind of like a little bit like that Johnny Cash and June Carter yeah, vibe to yes, it. Yes. Maybe a little less extent than those two. I think mm-hmm. those two actually wound up together they did. for a longer she period of time. She put up with a lot. Yeah. But <laughs> June put up with a lot. I mean, they were yeah. high school. You know, they knew each other back in high school. It seems like they were... They yeah, love each there's other. There's, yeah. there's definitely there that yeah. magnetic connection. There's some connection. There. Yes, a hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. So when you know you guys were sending me this and and like I said, like just watching the video, yeah. it, there's something there, you know. And I think that's why so many people connect to that and probably want one awards. Yeah. Also, then I read this book, Daisy Jones and the Six, and it's inspired by uh, Stevie Nicks and Lindsay Buckingham's story. Like it's not the same thing at all, but yeah. it's inspired by it. And if you want to read that book, it's great. It's just like, it's fictional, but it's such a twin flame journey. Um, I don't know. So the, all that tied in, it's a very popular book yeah. right now. Yeah, I mean, it definitely could be. I mean, again, I'm not hundred percent sure, but also that she, I mean, the song's very passionate. I mean, she, yeah. I mean, she brings it in that song. It's a great it? breakup song. Yeah. It's a great by song. the way, like, you know, I think a lot of people have played that song at top volume when they're breaking up with somebody, you know, or somebody broke up with them, yeah. you know, it's like, whoa, yeah. you know, it's very powerful. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you for doing that important work yeah. in twin flame mm-hmm. history. <laughs> All right. Let's take a <laughs> quick break and you'll be back with twin flame. Hey, Scotty. Hey guys. You know, I feel kind of relaxed while doing the podcast today, much more relaxed than usual, and I just realized why. 
the cats. Yeah. They haven't bothered me. Yes. They haven't interrupted me. Yeah. And then I noticed you put the smalls out. I did. Right before we started taping. Yes. And it works. Yep. They're having their after smalls nap. Yeah. Real calm. Since starting to feed my three cats, you know, I have Binks and Rocky and Dusty. Since feeding them smalls for several months now, I've legitimately seen major improvements in their fur shininess. The smell coming out of the kitty litter is a lot less and their energy is wonderfully energetic the way I like my cats to be. This podcast is sponsored by Smalls and Smalls was started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food and small batches for their friends. And a few short years later, they've served millions of meals to hundreds of thousands of cats around the world. And your cats can have Smalls too. Smalls is the food I give to my cat. So if you want to give it a try, head to smalls.com slash KYA and use promo code KYA at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code KYA for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code KYA for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. So many readings lately. I've been getting a lot of twin flame stuff from you guys and then in the media and just out there, it's been coming into my vicinity a lot, this topic. So I, I was looking and it's like, hey, when's the last time I talked about this? And not in a while. I have not talked about this in a while. So I thought, let's talk about twin flames, but let's talk about them in the context of why they are so hard to let go of. So hard to let go of. Even if it's 10 years later, it can be so hard to let go of them and what that means and what that means spiritually. So before we go into the spiritual reasons why it's hard to let go of your twin flame, let's talk about what a twin flame is. Let's do a little review. Now, episode nine, Episode 66, I talk about twin flames, and then I talk about saying goodbye, you know, when it's time to say goodbye to your twin flame in those episodes, respectively. And then in episode um, 183, I talk about relations, like spiritual relationship chemistry. So we talk about soulmates and kindred spirits and twin flames and past life connections and all that kind of grouped together. But this one, this episode, we are going to talk about why it is so hard to let your twin flame go. So what is... A twin flame. All right. Twin flame, there's a lot of different, and and I think that the term itself, twin flame, was coined by a woman named Elizabeth Care Prophet, who has kind of a sketchy background, perhaps, because I think she was best known for calling her followers to prepare for some sort of nuclear Armageddon or whatever. But anyway, she, she, let's <laughs> push that aside for a second, she coined the phrase twin flames. But the concept has been around for a really long time. I mean, even back um, in uh, Greek mythology, uh, they talked, there was some story about Zeus disempowering humans by splitting them into two halves, a male half and a female half, and then you're destined to roam the world looking for your other half. So that's where kind of like the split soul thing gets involved in it. But really what a twin flame is, is to me, this is my interpretation of it. It is, it is, I, I, here's the deal. Like we're all in separate bodies in this human world in this moment. And I feel like in the cosmos and the cosmic world and the eternal on the other side, you can share energetic spaces with people, which makes it so lovely. But 
I feel like your twin flame is somebody that you shared space with in the cosmos. You shared space with in, on the other side. You, you, you made a plan to work on things respectively. And so you make some sort of agreement to come as contemporaries and work on stuff. And when you meet them, your, your soul senses it. And that's why when you meet a twin flame, you really feel like you're meeting yourself. Even if it's a totally different situation than yours, you'll find these crazy synchronicities. And you're like, wow, that's so crazy. Like, my sister was dating your sister's boyfriend or like just weird stuff like you'll find or my birthday's your birthday or or just weird stuff like that. And um, sometimes just like really uncanny stuff. You have this immediate deep connection. You feel like you're the most yourself with this person. Um, you have this desire to grow and change and this motivation and this fearlessness on things that you feared before. All of a sudden, you, you, you're fearless. You're just empowered with something you can't even explain from this connection. You really have a lot of thoughts and ideas and, um, and, and, I, usually a twin flame relationship signifies a crazy amount of spiritual growth happening to you right now. There's some sort of significant change in your life going on. Perhaps you just moved. Perhaps you just broke up with somebody. Perhaps, you know, you're changing jobs. Perhaps you just graduated, whatever. Like you're meeting them at this time and it really propels you to your next level. And I feel like that's what twin flame relationships are for. Um, it's because they rarely, the way I see them, they rarely work out in a lifetime. It, they are many, 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 many reincarnated lifetimes is your story arc. This one is just a tiny blip on the radar of the story arc you and your twin flame have over lifetimes. And so when you see each other in this lifetime, there's a longing and there's this need and you want to be with them and you want to feel them and you feel your most self around them. But there's also an unhealthy kind of stuckness you can feel too because you can't control the other person and they can't control you because it's always a timing issue with these twin flame people. It's like you're not in the right space, but they are. And then later that flip-flops. One's the runner, one's the chaser. You switch roles. Um, and and I think you understand that it's a twin flame because over time, it ne- that feeling never dissipates. You know, you can date somebody and be head over heels for them. And then like two years later, you're like, ew, I do not get who, what was I doing? But with your twin flame, two years later, 20 years later, you're like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, you feel it the same exact way as if it was day flipping one. And that really is the twin flame experience. I mean, years after you have dreams, you think of them longing, a song comes on, it takes you right back to that. And that really is the hallmark of a twin flame situation. What a twin flame is not is a toxic relationship, okay? Toxic people will try to pretend you have some sort of magical twin flame relationship in an attempt to control you. Twin flame relationships are never abusive. They are annoying they are tedious. <laughs> they are gut-wrenchingly sad sometimes, but they're never toxic. You know, like they never did anything that, like on purpose, maybe they cheated or did something like that, but they never did anything that like purposely gut-punched you in a way that they, they just wanted to see you in pain. Like you have love for this person and they have love for you. When you mess up on each other, it's messing up. It's not intentional pain infliction. That's different. Because when when your twin flame hurts, like you hurt. So it's not something that 
yeah, I hope that makes sense. So you have to distinct, you have to have a distinction and there is a twin flame test and I grabbed this from healthline.com and I think, so I'm like, that's so good. So here's like a, you, you got it. Here's a twin flame test for you. So whoever you're thinking of is your twin flame and you're asking, okay, was that twin flame or is that just a toxic relationship? Here's four questions. Okay. First question, what is it about this person that attracts me or feels familiar? So what is it about them that felt familiar to you? And now ask yourself, is that a positive thing or a negative thing? So positive would be, yeah, they they both have this need to move and see the world. Or, you know, she has this need to um, go to school and better herself and I have that need too. Or, or he has this need to... I don't know, like see the world and I do too, like whatever it is, like, or is it negative? Like, oh, they remind me of um, my mom and my mom was abusive to me. You know, that's, that's different. (laughs) Okay. So think about what attracts you to them. That's familiar. And then ask yourself, well, is that a positive thing or a negative thing? Okay. What do you notice about yourself when you're with this person? You should feel like really awesome, stressed out possibly because, you want to be with them and something's not right, but but you should feel like exhilarated, um, enthusiastic, motivated, excited, in love, anything's possible, head over heels, like that kind of thing. The after effects when you break up with them, yes, that is the part where it's like, whoa, gut-wrenching sadness, but, but that's because you missed them so much and you're sad it didn't work out, not because anything bad happened other than that. Um Another question you're supposed to ask yourself is, do you believe this is a sacred connection or is it just your pa- a past trauma that's activated when you're around them? I think that's an important one. And finally, do you feel thrilled or panicked? Because you feel you should feel thrilled when you're around your twin flame, not like having anxiety attacks all the time. Now, having said that, when a twin flame relationship isn't working out and you know that and you're in the throes of trying to hold on to each other, even though you know you're drifting apart, that's like, that's a little different. But think about the good times. All right. So they're not toxic relationships. They're good relationships. Okay. So now let's get into why you can't let them go. What is it about these twin flame relationships that it's so hard to let them go? So what is it? Here's the deal. If you, because I hear this all the time, like all the, you know, if you're married and you're having a dream about your twin flame or you're in a really healthy and happy relationship right now, but you 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 still have this inkling like you want to go look them up on social media or something. Okay. It does not, if you're thinking about your twin flame, it does not mean you're not happy in your current relationship. So it does not necessarily mean that you're not happy. It means that you might, because my recommendation is if this is happening, well, and we're going to get into it. My recommendation is think about where you were at at the time of your relationship with them because you might be longing to get back to a sense of self that's more familiar to that time. So maybe you were really independent then. You know, maybe you were really motivated. Maybe you had a lot of fire in you to get something done. And that parts those parts, you know, got quieted over time. It's perhaps you're thinking about your twin flame because you're really thinking about how you used to feel back then. And maybe that's the thing you want to recapture. Another thing is if you keep thinking about your twin flame, it does not mean that you're supposed to be with them. Like the future, like you messed up your life. Oh, I messed up my future. I did the wrong thing. Where would I be? What if, what if, what if? Okay. It doesn't mean you're supposed to be with them. It just means they're your twin flame. It's complicated. If you think about this 
in the grand scheme of things, if you think your life as a little part on a bigger timeline of your many lives and your overall existence is energy, think about it that way and then be like, okay, I get it. You know, this is supposed to be some sort of catalyst for my growth, not necessarily that I'm supposed to be with them. And honestly, and I've talked about this in other podcasts, it's really impossible, I feel, to screw up your life permanently if you make changes because the future is unwritten all the time. So no, it does not mean you're supposed to be with them and you made some sort of mistake just because you're thinking about them. It also does not mean, like, let's say you're in a healthy relationship and you keep having these dreams about them or you find yourself listening to music that reminds you of them or, you know, you find yourself wanting to know where they are or whatever. It doesn't mean that you're cheating on who you're with. I mean, it's not, you know, I think the problem with having a twin flame is that they pop it. They kind of live in your head a lot, even if you're having no relationship with them at all, no physical contact, no, and, and, you know, no contact with them, like in actuality in the 3D world, it doesn't mean that you're not having contact with them in the 5D world. You might be kind of still feeling their presence. It doesn't mean that you're cheating because you're making your actions honor and respect, you know, if you're in a relationship now, you know, you're, you're putting your actions towards that person. So if they pop into your head, you're not a bad person. That's what I'm trying to say. Cause you guys are so mean to yourselves when you're just like, oh, I had a dream about him. I feel really guilty. I feel so guilty. My husband's so good. My wife's so good. I feel so bad. You know, it's like, it's okay. You're just thinking of somebody you're not doing anything. And it doesn't mean like you should be with them just cause you're thinking about them. Okay. So I just want to clear that up because I think a lot of people take it kind of literally when it's, when you should really be thinking about what the bigger picture what this means on the grander scale of things. What your what your twin flame does mean to you. Okay, so twin flames, like I said, are more about spiritual growth than your life plan for this lifetime. There's something possibly you have to remember or learn from the time you did spend with this person. What is it? What lesson do you have to revisit? What part of yourself do you have to reclaim? What do you have to pick back up and try again? What is it about your spiritual growth? What is it about that version of you that is relevant today? Because that's really probably what it's about when you think about them. Your twin flame, even though it's a very real thing and you feel them, like when you are in a relationship, when you meet your twin flame, it's not just a physical need to be together. That's why I say it's not your kid. It's not your mom because like you want to be with this person physically. Okay. Like in that way, in an intimate way. So it's not just that it's like an emotional connection. It's a spiritual connection. There is so much more to this relationship than just this lifetime. So the lesson is really the thing. I think all the reactions in our bodies and our minds and our heads are to really focus our attention on the intensity of what it's really about, which is the lessons. Um, and so you it's sometimes when you're thinking about a twin flame, I feel like it's really just time for you to reclaim parts of you that were awakened at that time. A lot of times in a twin flame relationship, you got shoved through some sort of think about it. Think about when you knew this person, what was going on in your life and what you maybe breezed through, what you transitioned through, what you barreled your way through or survived while you were with them. A lot of times I'll see twin flames, like I said, pop up during 
um, transition points in your life, but also really horrible times in your life. I met this person with my, when my dad was passing. I met this person when my husband was cheating on me and, and you know, I was getting a divorce and I met my twin flame. Usually these people come in to guide you and carry you and move you through something. And you do that for them too, you know? So think about what, what was going on at that time and what you have to pick up. Okay. And a reason why it is so hard to let go of a twin flame relationship is that, like I said, it is a past life connection. It's an energy sharing from the other side. There's a lot going on here that is more than meets the eye. Nothing will feel like the 5D more than when you meet your twin flame. You're all of a sudden, you feel like you're floating. You know, it's like, this isn't real. I can do anything. You feel immortal. You feel like you can get through anything in life. Nothing, like I said, nothing freaks you out like it used to. All of a sudden you become the person everyone's like, you're doing that? It's like, yeah, I'm doing that because I don't care. Like I am alive. You know, it can feel like free falling and also freedom at the same time. Um, okay. Oh, another reason why it's hard to let a, uh, a twin flame go is because your attachments and your cords, which I've talked about in other episodes. When you have a, pa- a twin flame connection, like you are attached to them. There is a cord. There is a spiritual cord between you and them. And your telepathy is activated and you can feel them. And when they're going through something, you 100% know it. How many times have I heard, I just felt like I needed to check on them and all of a sudden they were going through this or I had a dream that my twin flame was pregnant and lo and behold, they were pregnant. You know, like you just know what they're going through. You know, even if you haven't talked to them in 15 years, you will know something's up with them because you're starting to think about them. And that's because you have these psychic bonds to them, these attachments and these cords. So it's hard to let them go just because of that. And, you know, it's possible that you're picking up on something that they're going on. They're picking something up that you're going through. So expect them to kind of pop in when you're going through something too, even if you're not thinking about them. All, you know, you could be going through something and then all of a sudden they just, you know, pop in. They slide into your DMs after like 10 years. Like, hey, how you doing? I was just thinking about you. And you're just like, what the, how how'd that happen? You know, like that. Uh, it's because they, they're doing that to you too. Even if they're not aware of it, because usually what I've noticed in twin flame relationships, one of you is more aware of this than the other one. So one of you, which is probably you, who's listening because you're here and you're listening to Know You're a Podcast, and which means that you're probably already kind of more into the woo-woo when you get it. You know, you're more in tune with that part of you. You were probably the one who knew all this stuff before you even had names for it. And they were like, I don't know, like they were kind of more closed off to it. But I'm telling you right now, they 100% feel it, understand it, and freaked out, get freaked out by it and respond to it too. They just might compartmentalize it better than you do. Okay. Um, how do you move past this? How, how do you move past? You know, I just talked about how this is like, an amazing love and you're free falling and you've never felt this alive and you've never, it's like out of a movie, it's out of a song. It's, it's the stuff poets write about like that's, and and it just can happen to you. And how the heck do you move? How do you date someone else? How do you move past it? How do you let this person go? Couple things. One, I urge you to see a twin flame relationship. Now, this is really hard if you're in the thick of it. So give yourself some time here, but see it as a symbol, not as a literal thing. 
I know that's hard. Having said that, you have to stop seeing them, especially if you're in another relationship. I don't think it's a great idea to hang out with your twin flame. If you don't, if you can't be with them and they've made it clear they can't be with you and it's just not going to work out for lots of reasons and you know you want to move on because you want things in life that this person can't provide for you in terms of commitment or future and all that, um, you can't hang out with them. And the reason why is, and I'll say it once, I'll say it a million times, you can't trust yourself around them. It is a twin flame relationship. It's bigger than this lifetime. So you don't want to be in the same room with this person because you might do things and say things and feel things that you can't take back. And if you really intend to move on, and especially if you're with somebody else, it's just not fair. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to the, your twin flame. It's not fair to your future relationship. So, so one, t- you know, walk away. <laughs> if you you know, you know when it's time to walk away. That's episode 66. When it's time to say goodbye to your twin flame, say goodbye. And understand that it's going to hurt and no one's really going to compare to them. And nobody should compare to them. That's the whole thing. That's kind of like your once in a lifetime thing, you know, and you can still love them and you can still be connected to them and you can still feel them in your heart space. You can do all of that, but, but you can't, you got to make, you got to choose yourself. You know, because you have a mission in this lifetime and you realize what happens with twin flame relationships. Like you figure out pretty quickly, oh, because usually these things are short and sweet and quick and you figure out pretty quick, like this isn't happening, you know, like this isn't happening. There's obviously a draw that we both have to each other, but for some reason it's not sticking and love shouldn't be this difficult. And so when you make that choice, you got to stay away, which is hard. Once you do start seeing it as a symbol, not as a literal thing. And that will help you a lot with perspective. Um, And, you know, when you're starting to think of your twin flame and you're like, okay, you know, what do I do with this? This is taking over my brain. I don't want to be thinking of this. This feels obsessive. This is taking me away from my present moment. I'd rather connect with romance in my life presently, not from the past. Feel the passion, you know, take the passion in and create it in your own life. Instead of thinking that it means you have to rekindle it with your twin flame. Take that passion, take that feeling, take that and use it. Write, draw, sing, work out, you know, start something new, learn a language. I don't know. Take that passion that you feel and funnel it towards something else that's helpful to you and allows you to be creative because, um, it's, it's, you know, this is if you want to let it go, that's, these are the things you have to do. And I think overall, you have to understand that that feeling's never going to go away. It's never going to go away. It's there. Over time, it softens and you can live with it. Over time, it does. Um, the fresher it is, the harder that is to hear, the harder that is to feel. Over time, it does fresh it. It does, um, it does get less fresh and it does feel more of like a nostalgic feeling unless <laughs> they pop in again. And they say something. I don't care how long it's been. And you're like, and you go back to write, I don't know, 16-year-old you or whatever. And you're like, oh my God, you know, however old you were when you dealt with this. Um, So I feel like, I feel like you just need to know what it is. I feel like if we talk about it, if we talk about it, it's something that can be dealt with in a way where you don't feel like you're going crazy or you don't feel like you made a mistake, okay? Or you don't feel like you have to... um, you don't feel like you have to, I guess, change your life or, or do something 
other than because twin flame relationships are honestly for your your growth i feel like that's why they exist i feel like that's the love you have for you and your twin flame that's the love you have together you it's for growth of one another all right so let's listen to your twin flame stories you know, I was in such a workout rut. I've been working out for a long time and it happens. You get in ruts. Well, after using Copilot for several weeks now, oh my gosh, what a game changer. Copilot is an affordable one-on-one remote personal training service that provides personalized workouts tailored to your goals and available equipment. You get accountability and support from a real person and the flexibility to work out on your own schedule, all for a fraction of the cost of in-person training. My professional expert coach, Olivia, she created a personalized workout program for me. I tell her what equipment I have available and she makes this amazing workout. You know what the thing is? Like, I don't have to think about it. I I just start my workout when it's convenient for me. I start my workout and there it is. It's there. She created it. She also has helped me level up my weights. For example, I'm able to do more weight than I used to be doing in the past. She measures my progress. She she moves things around for me. And she also listens to me. We talk almost every day on our Messenger app. And that's not extra. That's included in your Copilot subscription. You know, it doesn't surprise me that Copilot was listed as one of the best personal trainer apps of 2023 by Forbes. And guess what? You can try it today for free, go to go.mycopilot.com slash know your aura to get a 14 day free trial with your own personal trainer. That's go.mypilot.com slash know your aura for a free 14 day trial. Our unique link will also be in the show notes as well. Hey, Scotty. Hey guys. So we asked you all the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family on Facebook. Wait, hold, to, hold on, hold oh, on. What? Wait, hold on. What? I just got a text. Don't okay. know the number. Okay. It looks like a Lancaster, Pennsylvania number. Oh my God, it's happening. Because we're talking, we were talking about him. I'm on his mind. Oh my God, telepathic oh. connection. That's weird. We just got mail from a guy that looks like Ed Sheeran. Whoa. He, Ed Sheeran is now delivering our it's mail. All this is weird. Happening. This is happening. All right. Sorry for interrupting you. <laughs> okay. We asked the Mystic Michaela spiritual family to give us their twin flame stories. And let me just tell you guys, yeah. these are like telenovelas. Yeah. This is this is the most this is intense. Okay. Your stories are amazing. There are best selling books in here. Like I said, movies, Hulu series, like bring it. Like these okay. are so good. So I wanted to read some of these. Okay. I decided before we did this bit, this mm-hmm. section, whatever, I am not going to read these <laughs> okay. because I'd probably botch them Aww. and I'd have like a hundred questions while I'm reading it Okay. and nobody know, would know what I'm talking about. All right. So just ask me questions while I'm reading. Them. Okay. All right. I don't know if I should give the names. Well, you, can, not... you can give their first name. Okay. Amanda and... says. Okay. All right. Okay. Amanda says. Oh, wow. Just had a recent incident with my TW. Perfect timing. It always is with the twin flame. My twin flame and I have been off and on for almost 10 years. It's been about two years since we last dated, and we do tend to check in with each other here and there. Our biggest point of connections has always been dreams. He's dreamt about me and text or called just to find out. I also dreamt of him the same night. See? See the shared dream thing. Okay. Two of the most recent dreams were wild. Okay. okay, and then she continues. Okay, okay. So, okay. do we hear about these dreams or no? Or is this a, uh, it was a PG show, so we can't. No, yeah, we're gonna hear about the dreams. Oh, we are gonna hear about the yeah. dreams. Okay. All right, here we go. 
Okay. About a year ago, I had a dream that I was trying to hide him from his shadow. Think Peter Pan, which is funny because he used to be saved in my phone, is that he was really scared and anxious, and we were in this dark house closing all the blinds and curtains, and I was just holding him, telling it's going to be okay. I woke up at 3 a.m., almost having a panic attack and felt sick. I hadn't talked to him in like six months, so I knew I would be potentially opening Pandora's box, but I was super nervous something happened to him because he's a police officer. So I text him, hey, this is going to seem really random, but I just had a really bad nightmare about you when you were really anxious and scared in the dream. I just wanted to reach out and make sure everything's okay and that you're safe. He texted back the next day and said, that's really strange. Around the time you texted me, I was super anxious. I had the most brutal murder case I've worked on so far. And at that point I had been up for 30 hours. Thank you for checking. I am safe. I just need sleep. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Is there more? There's another one. This is, here's another dream that came true. Another dream. Yeah. Okay. That was the first dream. Now I wonder like, now I wonder if they're in relationships. So yeah, you're going to find that out. Oh man. Okay. 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 Fast forward to this year. I have been thinking of him a lot, but haven't talked to him in over a year because I'm in a serious relationship. My cat passed away and it was the cat. I got to cope with a miscarriage we had in 2016. I had a dream with the the twin flame. Yeah. Oh, I had a dream about him and it was really comforting, but also sad. We were just updating each other on everything going on in our lives. I told him about my kitty passing and my grandpa and friend that had also recently passed. He gave me a huge hug and told me he's sorry. He can't be here for me. I woke up and was at peace, but was also grieving us again on top of it it was also his birthday oh. i logged into social media later that day and saw that his new girlfriend's <sighs> pregnant oh. oh my god it's like uh stevie nixon uh, lindsey buckingham all I over am, again i am truly happy for him as you always are for your twin flame that's the yeah. thing like, are you he, yeah that the thing? i wouldn't know it's different than like having an ex you know or something yeah. like either apathy usually with exes there's apathy like whatever i don't well, care I, okay and he will be an excellent father um he was to my daughter when he raised her um, and I know he must have helped raise her daughter a little bit and whatnot. So okay, so yeah. basically That's now the twin flame has a kid on the way, like the Lindsay Buckingham yeah. deal, and she you said is with someone else. Yeah. They're both in relationships. They both are. And that's the thing. And I just talked about that. Like you can be in a, a serious relationship for somebody and this, that's how you know it's a twin flame. Like it never, you never stop like thinking about them or whatever. It's just, I, I personally myself yeah. do not recommend reaching out. I mean, that's no, my, no, right. that's my personal well, recommendation. I, you do you. I mean, I guess the, only, the, the bad part was here is that they're both in relationships. Yeah. If they weren't both in relationships. Then yeah. you can reach out, right? Something, but no? you know, it's always something with twin flames. There's always something. No, if you were, if you both, if you were in relationships, go ahead. Yeah. If you, but so, if you know it's not going anywhere, that's the problem with these twin flames. Like it's never the right time, right? And it probably will never be the right time. And even when you're both single, it probably wasn't the right time. <laughs> like it's just, it's just <laughs> so hard. That's the problem with twin flames. Like they're so annoying. Yeah. So what? What is? It? I, I mean, I'm, I'm still. Because I don't think you're to... supposed to be with them. I think they're okay. supposed to push you through something. It... Yeah. They're supposed to push you through something. Is it on another level? Like, Okay, here's my question, okay. I guess. And, this, and I don't know if other people have this question, too. Okay. But let, I don't know if you have a twin flame or not. You never told me. I know it's not me. But, like, can you get mad at the person? Like, let, let's say this other boyfriend. Let's say her boyfriend right now. Yeah. Finds out, like, hey, you know. Like, I don't know if he's going to find out. But let's say he – let's say she even told him. Yeah. She's like, you know, I have – these dreams about this guy all the time. Yeah. He's my twin flame. Right. Is that something you could get mad at someone for? Or is it like something different? It's like a different level. It depends on what your relationship is with your partner. This is a great question. Yeah. 
I tell people, look at your twin. If you're in a happy, serious relationship with somebody and you have a twin flame and these things come up, look at it like a metaphor. Look at it like a spiritual lesson. I just talked about this. Like, look at it like there's something that you need to revisit about yourself at that time, but maybe not the person, you know, because in this lifetime, that could just be really hurtful to who you're with and also hurtful to yourself. Like I personally do not feel spiritually secure enough to have you go talk to somebody that you say is your twin. Like for me, that would hurt my feelings. Okay. So basically what you're saying is like, sometimes people will be like, I blame it on my purple. Like yeah. aura, and you can't say, Hey, I blame it on my twin flame. Yeah. Like, that's not going to fly. No, I think like you, I think like some things are, you know, moments in your life that maybe you don't need to revisit. Like maybe they're best kept there Okay, and, and you can take it for what it is. It really depends on your relationship with your partner now, right, right. but if they express any sort of feeling, I don't like that. Listen to them. Right. You know, don't just brush it off as they're insecure. Like, you know what? No. Like, right. that's how they feel and their feelings are valid. I'm going to respect that. Okay. You know, per, that's how I feel it should be handled. That's why, like, with this twin flame stuff, you have to be careful because maybe sharing something would hurt your, your current partner's feelings. Yeah. That's because, and it's not even about getting it or not getting it. It's just because it's it's mean to kind of like to to share that and yeah. then and then be like I'll always love them they'll always be that person but they're my to twin me. flames they're my twin flames so it's not going to happen if it could that would be better than you but like you it know you can't say that okay I don't know personally. Yeah, I mean, I'm just but, I'm just or you curious. could have a partner that's just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. That's you know, it depends on your partner. Yeah, I mean, if we put like a few turquoises together and they were just like, all right, you and I, that's yeah. not going to fly. Flame. Yeah, you know, but like, I feel like somebody else, they have a different relationship. Could, Maybe it it's good for you. Sure. You got to gauge it. Okay, but can you get <laughs> mad at somebody for that? Yeah, I think you can. I think you have a right to. Um, if they're reaching out, okay. yeah, and, and you're not cool with it, yeah, that's, like that's, that's what I was just curious. Like, or no, people. Have, that's a good question though, because people are always like, you know, is it okay? Should I reach out? It's like I don't think so. Yeah. Like, like I don't. But like, but what you're saying here, if it, the twin thing, flame thing is true, you're, yeah. What you're basically saying then is like it, the. It's almost like it can't not. Yeah. Because like, the fourth one you gave us today was in the op- in the opening was like like you're magnetic. So let's say yeah. you have that. No, you can't be. I just said, said this. Don't be in the same room with them. Yeah. yeah. Don't reach out. Like yeah. it, you can't control its spiral. So don't yeah. do it. Okay. You know? All right. Let's do another. Anyways. All right. Bree, another story. Bree writes, how much time do we have? Okay. <laughs> yes. I met my twin flame in high school. I think we were 14. It lasted a couple weeks. He broke up with me so he wouldn't cheat on me at a party. Okay. <laughs> he was. <laughs> Well, they always start young too. These they do. He was way cooler than I ever was, and you wouldn't see my empath self at a party. He started and ended the relationship that time. When we were twenty, we rekindled. He was on his mid tour and then left for Iraq in the army. Again, it was short lived. He started that go around, and I ended it. So the runner chaser kind right, of thing, right, right. reversing roles. In two thousand eight, he reached out to me. We had just turned thirty. This time, it lasted on and off for four ish years. The love was so instantaneous every single time and so real but there was always just a reason it wouldn't work out probably by the 20th off time i said enough was enough i loved him so much but i just couldn't do it anymore but no matter how much he hurt me i was never mad at him see that's wow. a real twin that's flame a, that's thing a twin flame thing yeah that's a real it's not and i just talked about this it's not a toxic relationship it's like 
an annoying relationship. All right. I was done. I moved on and met my soulmate last October, which was a year after I let my twin flame go. He came back as usual, as they always do. Mm -hmm. He told me he couldn't live without me. He told me we would be together in another lifetime since this lifetime. It just never worked out, but the timing was never right. I knew it was over. Are you ready? Yes. He passed away in April. The twin flame? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I had actually posted on here because he was in my dreams saying his goodbyes while actually being in a coma. Oh my God. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I was devastated. I've never experienced a close death. There was always a small voice in the back of my head saying we'd find a way to be together, but our souls just knew it had to be in another lifetime. The guilt comes in and out. It ended how it was supposed to. I don't think I would have been able to handle his death if we were as close as we were before. Maybe he really couldn't live without me, but our answer was always there as clear as could be in another lifetime. Whoa. That's crazy. You I, I believe that one. I got chills. Yeah, that's believable. Holy cow. That's crazy. I mean. Wow. That's. That's intense. So he, so she's now with her soulmate. Yeah. And then he, I don't know if he had someone else or not. I was, I wonder that. I know. Just curious. I don't know. And then I, I, I mean, I just kind of want to know more details about yeah. how it happened. I mean, kind of like, I don't know. I have so many questions. I think overall, like how crazy yeah. he reached out to her yeah. in her dreams while he was in a coma. Yeah. I mean, that's super twin flame. Just it never even worked out. If it was going to, I think like you got to understand with the relationship, if it's going to work out, it'd work out. So what does happen? Okay. So there's another next question. Maybe people have this one too. You know, I'm, you know, what if you're, twi- okay. So the, the flame is burned out. Yeah. Right. One flame is gone in this world. Mm-hmm. So what, what do you do if your twin that flame is gone. If, if they're like, yeah, like you that, can, so I talk to people happens, yeah. like who had their twin flames pass and mm-hmm. you still have, you still have, um, connection with them. Right. So you can have like visitations, you can still feel them sometimes even more strong than when they were alive. Cause there's no barrier to them being able to like connect with you and whatnot. So you still feel them. You still get the synchronicities. You still feel their energy around you. You still feel, feel them. Yeah, connecting. Like, oh because the twin flame relationship is so strong in this lifetime that it can feel... And then what happens when the other... Closer than most. Out? When, you, when you both die? Yeah. I feel like, and I talked about this, like, twin flame stuff is multiple lifetimes. Okay. And I think, honestly, it's just to push you through spiritual development. But, like, because we're humans, we're like, so we love each other, so we should get married and have babies, you know, because we're people. But I think it's actually just people pushing, like, souls, like, here, I'm going to push you through something, I'm going to push you through something, and I'm going to use this as a motivation. You know, like that. Okay. Like, like this this push and pull chemistry. Makes sense. As a motivation to get you to do it. Um, so it's kind of like an like a catalyst or impetus or something like that. Okay. And that's what I think. Yeah. I'm, all right. Before we continue talking about Twin Flames, I have to talk about my Stitch Fix stylist, who may not be my Twin Flame, but she totally gets me. Yes, I have a stylist. She's a fashion expert who shops for me and knows exactly what I like and what I don't like, what will fit me, and she sends me pieces in my budget. She just makes shopping for myself a lot easier because she does it for me. (laughs) And can I tell you something? This is my own personal thing. Nothing fits better than Stitch Fix jeans. That is my favorite thing. And everybody I talk to who's used Stitch Fix says the same thing to me. How do they get the jeans to fit all of us so correctly and perfectly? Stitch Fix is the best way to shop new styles and brands. You simply order a refresh as needed or set it and forget it 
it with regular fixes. You are totally in control. And over time, Stitch Fix just gets better. Their seasoned style experts will match you with greater precision to perfect pieces for you based on your likes and dislikes. I mean, it's just so easy and there's no catch. You can cancel it at any time. Thank you, Stitch Fix. They just get me and they'll get you too. Try today at stitchfix.com slash KYA and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix at stitchfix.com slash KYA, stitchfix.com slash KYA. Okay, let's do one more from... Alyssa. Okay. Alyssa says, oh, yes. My TF flame emoji story was very intense from the start. So looking back, I know it was going to be wild no matter what because we both have purple in our auras. Okay, ready? Mm -hmm. Okay, so here is the story. We met about 12 years ago when I was 12. I'm not, I'm sorry. We met about 12 years ago when I was 19 okay. and he was 21. <laughs> oh, oh, good thing he wasn't 12. Oh, that would be bad. <laughs> no, she was 19. He was 21. Okay, good, good. Our birthdays were only a few days apart too. So we were actually both Scorpios. So they're both purple or a Scorpio. Okay. So. Is, that, is Scorpio, is that a bad one? Or what, what is it's, that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know my, my astrology. I don't know. Scorpios get like a bad rap. They get okay. a bad rap. Okay. All right. He was actually dating one of my close friends from high school at the time. They had met on a Tinder-like dating site before Tinder was a thing. Wait a second. So he's really 19. Wait, yeah, wait. He's 19 dating someone in high school? She's 21. He's 19. No, okay. She, he, I was 19 and he was 21. He was actually dating one of my close friends from high, high school. They weren't oh, in high from school. from high school. Okay. She's just adding that detail. Okay. Okay. They okay had, that's good because glad yeah. he's not dating the high schooler. Yeah. Lo- there's no... Uh, minors involved the in big the story, word from Scott. is very important there. Yes, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Instead of in. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Okay. You change that and it's a whole other thing. I'm more thing. confused. I'm like, what's the Tinder-like dating site before yeah. Tinder was a thing? Okay. Oh, yeah. What's and that? I don't know. And he was in the military, so she brought me down to the base where he was stationed to hang out and go to the beach and all that jazz. Okay. He and I instantly got along, which was uncommon for me. I take a bit to warp up to most people. See, like Scorpios get a rep for that a little okay. bit. <laughs> didn't know, I didn't know that. They do. But with us, it was like we had always known each other instantly. A couple weeks later, there was an incident with my friend getting him in trouble on base, and they ended up breaking up. Ooh, what happened? What happened on There's base? There's so much right there. Right. There's like what? what went down on base. Went down on base. Now, I'm not proud of this next part. But the dry head of this guy was insane. So, yeah, I sent him a check, a message to check on him. And we got into chatting and turns out we had a ton in common. We joked all the time that it was like we were the same person. From that moment on, we were either texting or calling every single day. So it's her friend's ex, but she's like, you know, talking to her. So it's getting a little. It's getting Jumanji-esque It's it's getting a little, you know, and then like a friend issues. Okay. Okay. After a week, we were calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend and making plans to get together once he was off base restriction. What the heck happened? A lot of base things going on. No, he he was stuck on base for two months because of what my friend had done while she was his guest. Oh. What the hell happened? I don't know. Oh my God. My mind just went to like eight different weird things that could have happened. Okay. Okay. And less than a month later, we had decided to get married. Oh. Mind you, I had only gotten to spend time with him in person once at this point. (laughs) Okay. We started wedding planning (laughs) and apartment hunting, and I was looking into transferring schools, the whole shebang. He even got along with my parents and got permission to marry me. 
which still baffles me to this day <laughs> yeah. that my super strict parents were yeah. just like, well, oh, yeah, yeah you've known each other for a month and only met in person once. So this makes sense. Okay. So let me, I got to Now I need a picture of the dad review. I, I need a picture of this dad right now because <laughs> being, I mean, I don't think he's a red dad. He must be another purple blue dad or something. Because it must be everyone or maybe in the just the purple. twin flame magic. No. No, because I, you don't understand. If one of our two came to me with this situation, there'd be no way I'd be like, yeah, go marry her. This is not The Bachelor where they just say, yeah, here's my daughter. You'd be so great on The Bachelor. I've thought the about dad this. on The Bachelor, yeah. Like if, like, if um, Embry wouldn't do it, if Abby yeah. came home yeah. and like, hey, I'm one of the four finalists, and then the, the, the boy comes up, yeah. you'd be like, oh yeah, get like, the F out get of out my, my house. house. <laughs> Get out of my house. Get the F out yeah. of my house. Yeah. Don't How eat many... my food. Put down that yeah. chicken finger. Yeah. Get some out. guy gives you a card and says, take my daughter up to paradise or some room that they all go to. <laughs> and then four of, you know, four nights in a row. Scott's showing up. Yeah. <laughs> With no. like a no. crowbar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not, not gonna get happen. out of here. Yeah, yeah, Come on, yeah, Abby. Yeah, yeah. What's that card that they get from, it used to be from Chris Harrison. They used, used to get like, to be from you go to the, Chris. go to the Paris. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> Do you, what is that room called when they go? Fantasy suite. Fantasy suite card. Here you go. This is so random. He's going to give you a fantasy suite card. And then tomorrow he's going to give it to another girl. And then the next day another girl. And then the next day another girl. I mean, and then we're going to be a real, you know, yeah, okay. We're a real show. Okay, okay. Sure. All right. I hope you followed along. Yeah. This was in reaction to Alyssa getting permission from her dad to marry this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Scott's having a moment with that, but she's confused. Too. Yeah, yeah, that is confusing. So, anyways, she continues. Okay. We officially met families and had a wedding date set. He did an official proposal with a ring, etc. All the lovey dovey stuff. Then, after about two months of just whirlwind romance and lovey doveyness, I threw a purple bomb. Oh. Girl, that's okay. Yeah. This, <laughs> might the, might be, this might be a case where a purple bomb is needed. Girl, that's all right. All right. That caused a fight that ultimately ended up breaking us up for the first time and calling off the wedding. Okay. So the wedding got called off. We stayed best friends and still talked almost every day, though. And our friend group that we had created together all still got together. Okay. That's very twin flame. Yeah. Then over the course of the next few months, we would play the game of make up, get back together. One of us would tell the other we were holding them back or purple bomb and break up again, but still say I love you and talk every day. The draw to each other was so strong that even over the next year, we would call each other asking for advice on our relationships with other people or after breakups, cry to each other for hours that we should have stayed together. And we were the only one that was ever good to the other things like that. After our final breakup, I returned the ring to him and I later found out he actually threw it in the ocean at the beach. Each where we met we were both very dramatic yeah yeah <laughs> once i met my now husband green blue who is my Aww. soulmate Aww. we stopped staying in close contact and only checked in on facebook or instagram with a like or a simple comment things like that okay good when my now husband and i were broken up for a short period of time we did almost get back together after running into each other one night of course in a very purple dramatic way <laughs> ha ha <laughs> who just runs into the like that right but again it was just wasn't going to work out because we had a ton of growing up to do and we were so hot and cold that it would never have been the same pattern over and over again she just got sick of it which is smart there um okay there have continued to be weird synchronicities between us over the past 12 years even a few times where i'm sure we had actual conversations and dreams and anytime we have talked usually in a facebook birthday message we have always been very grateful for the other and that we both learned a lot about ourselves and even though it was a short period of time we grew up a lot from it we are no longer in contact by my choice out of respect for my husband, oh, even though I will always have some sort 
of love for him. I know that we were meant to only learn from each other, not end up together. So keeping that door open would only open up the chance for the draw together to happen again, even if not romantically. And I feel a sense of peace now that the door is closed because I know that he and I are better off living our life separately and I wish him nothing but good things. Moral of the story. If you and your twin flame are both purple and Scorpios, you're in for a wild, exhausting, happy, but heartbreaking ride. All right. Oh, and then as she's posting this, I have to just say this. Okay. As she was writing this, because she did like a reply comment to herself, their song came on. Oh my gosh. Well, because she was listening to music. Was it Silver Springs? It's Forever and Always by Bullet for My Valentine. Oh, well, that doesn't... Bullet for My Valentine. That doesn't sound good. I don't know that song. (laughs) Okay. I mean, to me... (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you, Alyssa, for letting us read that. That was good. Yeah. I mean, this could be just a whole big pile of purple, couldn't it? (laughs) I mean... I see Twin Flames in every aura combo and and color. This sounds like a more purple, Jumanji purple... (laughs) On base, off base. Dad might be purple questions. too. Everyone's Why purple. Why was he on base restriction? Yeah, what did so your questions. friend do? So many questions. What did your friend do? Yeah. Two. Yeah. Is your dad what? What's with the dad? Yeah, that's the one throwing me off here. <laughs> Our super strict parents were like, "Cool." Yeah. No. 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 All right. <laughs> well. I don't know. Thank you, everybody, for sharing. And like I said, you guys should all go to that Twin Flame thread because those are amazing stories. And if you're going through it, I feel like it's because we're laughing and stuff. But when you are going through it, it is so gut-wrenchingly horrific. There is suffering involved. And hearing other people's stories helps you know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, All right. I mean, we definitely covered a lot today. I'm still, at the end of the day, you know, my mission was to find out who my twin flame is. Yeah. And I don't think I have that. Although uh, Ed Sheeran happens to be in my fridge right now. I don't know why. I mean, I would like him to go, but he seems to be staying. (laughs) He just shows up. (laughs) You imagine if Ed Sheeran just showed up? He does. He He does. You don't understand. Like, I, I know I'm making a joke here. Well, am I? But. Every day on the Today Show, he's like, he showed up at the high school band. He, does. he showed up at this wedding. You know, he showed. There's just constant TikToks of him showing yeah, up. Yeah, why things. is he just showing? Like, he just showed up at the bar. Yeah, like, he shows he, up. He just starts singing to you. Yeah, I know. What is that? Is that like something he just likes to do? You would be so bad. You'd be like, wow, who are you? That'd be, well, I'm that's like, me. And actually, Sharon. there was one. I think I did see that in a video where he did show up. Like, he wanted to play his show up prank. I guess it's his prank. I don't know. Or his show up thing. I think he's doing. And, yeah. And the person didn't know who he was. Really? Yeah. And he was just like, do you know who I am? But like, I think at some point he was like, do you know who I am? You know, is that <laughs> that's your, my intro. Is that your English accent? <laughs> I don't know. We talked. <laughs> I don't know. He just seems like that's how what he would sound like. I, I don't know. He's English. He seems like know. he'd have like a, <laughs> like he's got a great voice. But like, if you talk to him regularly, it'd be like real like. This is your yeah. English accent? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Ed Sherlock. I just showed up at your party. Imagine you're just having like a keen senior or something, yeah. and then all of a sudden you hear him like just strumming on his guitar yeah. with his shaggy red hair, yeah. and you're just like, "Who's there, that guy?" There's a couple. Who is he? Did Tom Hanks do that a few times Tom too? Hanks like he was just that. showing up. Somebody I think told him to stop. Yeah, it's he like, was showing up people's weddings. Yeah, it's like, like stop. Like I don't want you at my wedding. Like that's like, <laughs> like I, I'm so, like I don't want any. Like no, I, there's no celebrity except for maybe Alex Holden of a couple years ago. <laughs> <laughs> not uh, not Alex Holden of today. Alex Holden is the guy that climbed uh, Yosemite without a rope. Right. Um, but there's no celebrity I want showing up 
that I don't know. Like, I know you. I don't you, think it's sure. called Yosemite. What's it called? Oh, uh, El Capitan. Yeah. You climb, uh, you climb <laughs> yeah. El Capitan. Uh, but, yeah, they're, no, don't, you're, not, you're not invited. Like, there's a yeah. reason why I didn't send an invite to Tom Hanks. Like, literally, if any celebrity shows up. Any celebrity. Unless Ke- it's Kevin Costner. No, not him anymore. No, because he's divorce, got too many issues. The, the yeah, he's got, yeah, he's Everybody. got his twin flame stuff probably going on, too. I don't know what's the only. There. The only one that I would have is Alex Holden of a few years ago. That's it? That's it. There's no one else. Maybe a couple of people in spirit, like if Eddie Money wanted to show up in spirit. Okay. Jimmy Buffett in spirit. Meatloaf. Meatloaf in spirit. Yes. Because <laughs> they're all in spirit. They could show up and they could hang out like on the ceiling or whatever, wherever spirits hang out. But um, I don't want any real life celebrity there unless I know okay. that. If I know you, right. then fine. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. But yeah. No. You're not invited. I give you an invite. If I didn't give you an invite, you can't go. But I don't get it. Like why Ed Sharon thinks he's like. What about is it Sharon or Sheeran? Was it? Sh- I think Sh- it's Ed Sheeran. Sharon. But you call him Sharon, <laughs> and that's what I call him in my head now too. But what about the uh, quarterback guy? What's his name? Which one? The one that hurt himself. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, well, he's got nothing to do now because he <laughs> tore his. I mean, that's a crazy story. That's crazy because we just talked about him not too long ago because he went to that darkness yeah, retreat so and found himself. I wonder. This is now. See, and I have a lot of questions about that mm-hmm. because the, in the darkness, you would have thought. Wait, rewind because you have to. Tell. Okay, so we did this thing where he dark. We did darkness retreats. We went through this, and he went on like this darkness retreat where he was in the dark for I don't know, was it like, like three, three days, three, three four days without light. You know, yeah. they feed you like food under a, like a little sl- slot in the the bottom of the door or yeah. something. And then he comes out of it enlightened. He did. But my question would be, like, did he know that he was going to get hurt on, like, the second play of the yeah, first game? Yeah, because he went specifically to find out the, if joining what to do. the Jets was a great Right, decision. what to do about the football or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, that's kind of weird. He still gets paid, though. So. Yes, he still gets paid. He's doing totally fine uh, with that. But it's weird, like, because he was, like, the most hyped character of the yeah, football NFL this year. Yeah. Other than maybe, like, Tom Brady retiring. And then... It, it's, and then now he's out after like two plays. He played like two plays and, it, and he's done. So very, that's very interesting. Uh, I know he does like a lot of the – he kind of is like – he's green indigo. He's green he indigo. He's into shows all, off. I think he's into all this stuff. Yeah, he's into all this stuff. Yeah. Shows green purple too a little bit. But, yeah. But he is green indigo. It's weird actually how he handled it yeah, too. Very chill. Very chill. Mm-hmm. And like because I'm thinking like what would – like let's say that happened to Tom Brady. Oh he, my God. He'd be throwing the, the MacBooks. He'd, he'd throw an iPad. Yeah, there's like 10 I- iPads yeah. broken, you know, $50,000 <laughs> worth of iPads are now broken. He'd will his broken. Achilles tendon to reform Right, itself. and he would try, yeah, he'd probably try to he'd, put like, it back together. protein or something. Right, being the red that he is. And then <laughs> well, here. authentic red. Yeah, the inauthentic red, right. They, you know, right, where he's right. And then here's this guy who's like, oh, He's like, oh, I'll right. get the ayahuasca. <laughs> I, I just saw a UFO go by. He did. He said, yeah. he did. He says he saw a UFO. And, and next year we'll get this one. You know, I'm going to go back in the darkness for a few days. Yeah. You know, maybe for the season. He's, ch- he's just, he's rolling with it. He's rolling with when it. When you're more, you know, spiritual, you can roll with it. He's things. very spiritual. We should, you know. We should get him on the podcast. We, yeah. I will yeah. totally answer his I'll, back. Yeah. Well, he, uh, yeah. Well, you can't come to my wedding, but um, you can't come on my podcast. <laughs> you should just DM him that. Okay. You can't come to our wedding. I don't. Or any event, but you can't come to our podcast. But right. If anyone knows Aaron Rodgers, please reach out and tell him we're very spiritual here. I'm spiritually awakened. He's spiritually awakened. We have a lot of fun. <laughs> All right. This podcast is for you and about you, and we're so glad you spent some time with us today. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. 
New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.